Cool 97.
this year and say five or ten years ago? The question that we just have to ask ourselves. And um, persons, the majority of us, I don't know anyone that will say no. The majority of the majority of us will say yes, Trevor. And I'm talking about from you can enter children way way up to 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 to, to um, a more mature individuals. It's all around. It's all around. It's all around us. I think so. Um, indications are that stressors, you know, things that stress us out. You know, when when events happen, they you can either be a satisfier, in other words, you get pleasure from it, or it can be a stressor, right? That you all the anxiety and all that produce stress, and the stressors seem to be winning out <laughs> um, in the real at this present time. And a lot of it relates to issues related to money. That's a big one. The personal safety. I mean, it is not only Jamaica with the murder. When you look around overseas, people just shoot up people. And um, will not shoot up is um, act of nature, earthquake, all sorts of things. People just feel as if this is a greater potential. I'll put it this way, they're conscious about this in a way that probably wasn't at the front of their mind before. And of course, interpersonal relations. Those are huge issues. And whether we actually talk about it or not, I think if we introspect, if we just think back a little bit, we might find that we're a little bit more on edge. You know, we're walking down, and we start looking behind us. Um, a lot more conscious about money things. A lot more conscious about what we say to people and uh, who we even associate with. It, it, it's that kind of tense <laughs> situation, in mm-hmm. my view. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And so the question I have to ask ourselves is why? What we think? What are, why is it that we seem to be moving in a direction? where we're getting less comfortable with life, if you want to call it that way, more stress than before. I want the listeners to be going through these things. <laughs> and the other question that I have is, how optimistic are you that things are going to get better? How is in your mind, this, this so fast, you know, you know, we soon get free and everybody not even thinking about anything. Look at COVID now. I see more and more people without masks. So the same thing will happen with all of this stress thing. See, see the music you play? <laughs> now you're not a stress business. That's the question. You know, um, I'm just thinking as Trevor normally have us do when he comes on. And I think the more we desire, uh, the more stress we acquire. Hear that, Dre? The more we desire, the more stress we acquire. And 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 sometimes, sometimes, I mean, with everything that is happening around us, and it is something that I even have to be mindful, is that sometimes the stress is not happening um, directly 
to us as individuals, but it is happening indirectly in that it is happening to persons um, around us and persons that we know. And before we know it, without even recognizing why we are feeling the way we are feeling is that we are so interconnected. That's the word that I want to use. We are more interconnected now than, say, 15, 20 years ago because we can actually see things that just happen almost in real time. And so the stress is almost instantaneously. Yeah. You don't, we, we don't even have time to think and to process and before you know it what the eyes see what the what the air here mm-hmm. and even tasting and smelling certain things brings on the stressors and so that is why i think this is my opinion why i think it is more stressful now than it was maybe 15 20 years ago I- I was actually in a group talking about the same thing. And one gentleman, he was mentioning, oh, you know, I don't watch local news. And I watch some news out of India. Huh. And he is into something about the U.S., how the U.S. is working out to, you know, corrupt Europe and uh, and I'm just saying to you, five years ago, ten years ago, that information wouldn't be in his mind. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be at um, his fingertips. Even, even this big turkey, it, it would take weeks, and it would be like a note in the newspaper. Most of us wouldn't know. We, sometimes we can actually see, you know, mm-hmm. the rubber and whatever it is. In real time. Real time, real time and in depth and every everything you know i i was looking at um some looking for some N- nba trade and then you see a little note underneath somebody found in a river somewhere in river. so you can't even de- you can't even de-stress <laughs> while watching the sport because before you know it you see as you said trouble you see the little things flashing underneath <laughs> underneath okay. the bottom of my yeah yeah. So that is what is happening to us as human beings. Yeah. And that adds also now to the normal thing that you used to have. Death of loved one, you know, um, breaking up, marital problems. Those things used to happen. Loneliness, people worried about their weight, want to gain, hard to lose. And of course, you get ill. So all of that goes to there. <laughs> but when you start to I are not these other things. Not so easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I want to have this to try and see how we can help people to manage it, right? All right. So, so. before before Trevor go into step one, um, let me just read a text, a WhatsApp message. Um, you know, I love to read these when I send out um, the posts and persons um, reply. And um, this um, person is in the United States and he says, um, what I do to try and reduce stress is to try and do everything in moderation without giving myself any deadline on anything. Silencing my phone, he says, most of the time. 
to not be disturbed. So that is um, one person's um, way of trying to reduce um, stress. You hear what he says, silencing his phone. And this is a gentleman that I have known for many, many years. Trevor. So you see, and Marhu now is saying the very reason I got off Facebook and blacked out my cable TV and I refuse to watch the news. Hmm. Do that, pick me but, but if you want to control your mental health and peace of mind, that may be something that you have to do. Yes, yes, sometimes we do have to, um, as you said, for peace of mind. But let us move into step one, um, All right. Trevor. My approach, uh, these five steps that are looking at it from a slightly different angle. Exactly. I hear the protective measures, and I'm engaged in them, and I would encourage people to do the same thing. I would strongly encourage if we go even further. Those persons who keep forwarding all of this information, um, I will speak to them, or you might be a, need, need to unfriend them. Same thing with the people at the office that are, you know, that are the news breakers that will tell you every negative thing that happened. Maybe you need to put a distance between you and them. So, that, yeah, but that's not the direction I'm going. I want to look at a slightly different approach to it, which is, again, mindset. I like to think about what you can do with online to manage and navigate your life. So the first one, it says approach with certainty. What does that mean? <laughs> you guys always talk about heavy stuff. <laughs> so some of the stuff that they might be. <laughs> uh, research data suggests that when, a, when persons are in a state of uncertainty, and issues, the things that come up on a day-to-day basis, those things tend to raise their level of anxiety and have a greater impact on those individuals. So people who are not so sure and doubt and question everything, things that maybe others would just brush off or not pay much attention to, those individuals, it impacts them to a greater degree. So that's why um, their response to a news item is going to be amplified. You know, it's going to be really frightening. You know, it's, it's terrible. You know, we're coming down, for example, towards the end of the month, and you don't see where they rent money is coming from for the next month and the mind immediately goes to things like oh boy they're going to throw my furniture out on the road and you're going to think the worst things so that's one problem so it would appear then from the studies that people who approach trials and troubles with confidence and certainty, quote better. Even, here it is, even if things don't go as planned. So, <laughs> I might still get evicted, but 
I'm going to ha- have a better handle on what's happening with my landlord as against the person who is a war is me. I don't know. Because when we get into that war is me, we tend to, the court is our levels. That is one of the problems um, that rise up. And it doesn't allow us to think clearly. That's one of the reasons, by the way, why we need to be trying, at least, to be calm <laughs> in crises because you have a better chance of getting through. When you're in a frustration and you're in an excitement, you're not thinking clearly. Think about the child. That child who is throwing a tantrum, that child is not ready to understand the possibilities and what's going to happen on sort of subject. They just want the street here. <laughs> and you have to calm them down first to let them understand why they can't get the street. It don't make sense to try and reason with them at that point in time. Your job really is to calm them down. And so that's who we are as well. We need to get calm before we can be rational. So, basically what I'm saying here, if you have two individuals facing the same difficulty, the one with the positive outlook is going to manage the stressful situation better than the one who is pessimistic. Right. So, if I can just read some, actually, from um, the hypnotherapy um, in London, you know, there's a website. It says, whenever we encounter a stressful event, our bodies undergo a series, a series of involuntary hormonal and biochemical changes. So physical things are happening to us when stress um, hits us. Right. So this automatic stress response, also called the fight or, fight or flight, we know that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Puts our bodies in alarm mode. Heart rate speeds up, breath becomes shallow, muscles tense, and our digestive and immune systems temporarily shut down. The stress response is helpful in true emergency situations. But when it is activated on a frequent basis, it puts strain on both mind and body. That's the point that you're saying. We are built, God built us in a way that we can cope with genuine emergency. But when we bring that out so often, after a while, our mind and our body suffer. So that's something that we need to put in mind. Because if we don't do that, then we are inviting ill health and more other things. Yeah. But where I want to go with this, another video is a different approach. <laughs> um, is to look at what it would mean when I talk about approaching things with confidence, with certainty. That's impossible. Frankly, relates a lot to our faith. That's the truth, right? So I'm going to read a little passage from the book of James that talks about this whole issue of the certainty, the confidence with which we should approach life. It says, when you ask, you must believe 
and not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. So that person should expect to receive, not should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and un- unstable in all they do. So what is what the scripture is telling us is that even when you pray, yeah, you have to ask, leaving, you know, and not doubting. Well, I'm mean, not sure that God will answer my prayer. You know. Yeah. So that to me is instructive. Let, let me let me continue along this line. So somebody says to you. Trevor, you have to hold that thought. We're going to take a break, and then when we come back, we'll continue this conversation inside Singles Live. Tonight, we're giving you five steps to deal with stress. DJ Dre is on the wheels of steel. Trevor E. Smith is with us. I'm Anne Jeffrey. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Cool 97 Radio. Singles live on the Nation School at School 97 FM. Tonight's topic, five steps to deal with stress. Let's get back to the conversation with Trevor E. Smith. Trevor? So I was going off <laughs> on my, my, my platform. Anyway, so someone might know that um, you go to church and, you know, they say, pray for me. You know, I want a job. Or even within the congregation, somebody uh, put up a prayer um, that they want a job. Um, so you ask the question, how many applications did you send out since the prayer? Um, well, week before last, I sent out one. Huh? Really? <laughs> There's a concept. And the is of that I would love people to take away is to act as if, act as if. That's that, that's not concept. Act as if you have a job that's designed for you, and that when you are going to the interview, you are interviewing them to see if that's a place you want to work. Act as if. Oh, that's right. uh, I we don't have that kind of example here, but there's a concept that I have that brings it clearly. Over late um, in the whole countries, early winter it starts to freeze over, but the ice is not fully firm, you know. So if you decide to walk on it, you might find um, that it breaks and you go through. After a while though, it just can't, you know, fall back concrete, and you can step firmly. And so Sometimes in life, uh, it, it is as if we're stepping. I'm not so sure whether the ice is going to be. At other times, we can step firmly up. And that's, those are the two mentalities that we need to have. We need to, of course, we're not talking about carelessness, but we need to get to a place where we make more confident steps. Yeah? We make steps doing things as if the outcomes that we want will happen. That's a fundamental difference. It doesn't matter really if it doesn't turn out the way that 
we expected because we have nothing to lose. But we know that they stand a much better chance of getting it if we act confidently. You know, I have to go here. You can say some trouble, but I have to go here. So, non-believers um, laugh at Christians and, you know, say that. <laughs> they find our prayers and music. I will pray for something. We get it. We say, yeah, God is good. Yeah, God delivers for us. If we pray and God don't give us, no man, God knows best. God knows best. But that's supposed to be a giant, but it's true. And, and there's no problem with that because that's how we should look at life. You know, we should go confidently and, 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 and have an expectation. And what the Christian has and the edge that they have is that they know that God has their best interest at heart. That's the key. And if God, all-powerful God, will design and make us all, if He has our best interest at heart, then whatever happens should be and must be to our advantage. Mm-hmm. So even if it is a no, even if we're going through a crisis, even if we face challenges, look at Job, you know, um, we know that in the end, things are going to work out right for us. And that is a good philosophy to have. There are other things to get from the Christianity, but that's a good philosophy, that concept that we can be confident that ultimately things are going to work out good for us. It may not even be life, but so like this. But if you can think about things in that kind of context, that's, that's my suggestion. Mm-hmm. So we can move on to number right. two. Right. So let me just um, summarize step one. And, of course, yes. step one is to approach whatever it is, with certainty. And I can throw in a word. Um, we have to be optimistic. Mm-hmm. That is it. Approach with optimism, irrespective of the outcome. And I was irrespective of the situation. And irrespective of the situation also. And it's always to just say what you want to say. If you want to say, give it your best shot. So that um, that 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 what what we consider to be um, negative energy to approach it with some positivity, and I think that is that is that is one of the things that will will, will, will propel you um, to push forward. Optimism, certainty, positivity, and we will further down. We will see what happens in step number two. So step number one, approach with certainty, optimism, and positivity. Um, That's just me throwing that in for you. So let's move on to uh, step number two. Um, I was going to say, Dre. Step number two, Trevor. I like this one. You ready? Deal with the facts. (laughs) The bare facts. Unfortunately, Trevor, like a corny joke that I give a watch, I why we do well in athletics, you know, general sports. It's like we like to run things and jump <laughs> to conclusions. <laughs> so that's, that's the idea. The idea is this jumping to conclusions. We just try we just to tell a story. So, Auntie Dre, I'm with a nice young lady somewhere, and 
So you were thinking about that pay increase. That that's the furthest thing. Because from your the mind. JM never calls the about JM a only calls when there's there a problem. And that is a, that is a company fact. So <laughs> when the GM calls Dre, Dre you know is going is to Dre know that it's <laughs> So, Trevor, this one is kind of question. I know. I, 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 do it, I use it many times and I always get that pushback. What, what if the person only talks to you about negative things? That's a fact. So, but it's a, it always generates this discussion, so I like to use it. But I hear you. And maybe there are some facts of life that is actually causing us to, and, and well, let me make a point here. Maybe it's some facts of life that is causing people to be stressed and so therefore they're doing other things than to face the facts yeah you see where I'm, you see where i'm going yes, Dre? I so they live in so because they don't want to face the facts because the facts are going to make them anxious the mm. facts is going to put them in stress they do things that they don't have to face the facts so they self-medicate by doing various things because they don't want to deal with the facts trevor so dealing with the facts itself is challenging. Mm-hmm. I would rather not go over to the GM office. Me no one know the truth today. Me cannot deal with the truth today. So I'm going around the corner to smoke a spliff, to smoke some cigarette, to drink some rum. Me just no one deal with all of that today. Very true. All right. I hear that argument. And guess what? The real listeners are going down that road. But here is a question that we have to ask. After you smoke this place, or do whatever you do. But on the next day, the general manager, <laughs> no one to talk to you again. 
<laughs> but the guest here did the next the day. That's the question that we have to yeah, ask ourselves. That is so true. That's the reality check. That once we do, because that's the fact. Once we do this, once we find the escape route, how long does that last? And when we, and the escape route is not necessarily a positive one. It's usually self-destructive. When we do that self-destructive behavior, mm-hmm. take that action, does it solve the problem? No, the problem is still there. And that's one of the things that we have to understand. So I'm glad you, you guide us down this road because what I want to say is that the escaping is not helpful because the problem is still there. What we need to identify are coping strategies. Find out what it is that we can do when we're going to talk to the GM or whoever. Whatever the problem is, we need to address it. Hiding from it is at this temporary. And, and if we don't approach it with the right mentality, we could actually make it worse. That's, that's where I want to go. But here's a point, though. Sometimes, I think that that gym is a bad one. I agree. But in many instances, and we can think about it, we were scared and even so scared that we don't want this date and this thing to ever come. And guess what? It never comes. I'm sure we can identify things like that where we're shaking our shoes and we're fearless. And guess what? It does happen. So sometimes when we're telling the story and adding, we're creating a future that doesn't exist. And that's another reason why we just need to deal with the fact. Today, this is where we are. I don't have the rent money today. It doesn't mean that I'm going to be on the road two weeks time. All that it is, I don't have the money now. Just, just deal with today's issue and stop building on because we're not thinking about the rent money. Let's use that as an example. That maybe, you know, there's a rich uncle that <laughs> said us some money. I don't know what the answer is. Or, you know, that they find some way to earn it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's all I'm saying is even the facts as they are today. Stop building things onto today's problem that have not yet come. I don't know if that makes any sense. But I would say that a lot of the stress that we experience comes from this storytelling about the future which none of us know what's going to happen and the stories that we tell about the future are not uh, satisfied the fires <laughs> the, the story that we tell about the future relate heavily to causing stress getting us in a depressed mode getting us to feel anxious we stop it Okay. Make sense, Anna. 
Well, um, it makes sense. It's easier said than done. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> so, um, Marhu says, um, this is just th- her throwing her, her, her piece in. She says, overthinking is bad for the psyche. And Janet D says, that happens with logic setting in. Um, and let me just say something, um, Janet. Thank you much for that comment. Um, because a lot of persons... When it comes to logical thinking, they're not going there. They're not going there. Um, Emotions are yes. The emotions are in control, and what is in control, they'll tell you that the, the, the the reality. So they're looking on what is what they are looking on, Trevor. Let me see if I can put this in context so that you can see where I'm going and Drake can see where I'm going. Is that they're saying their reality, their predictability, this is what is going to happen because it's almost like a prediction. I know Trevor says I uh, they can't you we can't see into the future of what will happen next week or what will happen tomorrow. Right? So mm-hmm. if I am earned listen, let me just put this in context. So if I live say for example, um at a at a at a at a at a at a place and the rent is four thousand dollars. Right? Let me just put it at that. And the rent is four thousand dollars. That's a person's reality. The landlord comes and says, Listen, I can no longer rent you the place for four thousand dollars, but I'm g i am I have to raise it to twenty thousand dollars. Your salary is ten thousand dollars, right? You're you're going to start paying more rent than you earn. Mm-hmm. How do you now say to that individual, no stress over the fact that you won't be able to pay your rent and you're not going to find nowhere else for $4,000? Right? Because, that is the person's reaction. Trevor said, don't stress about you know what's going to happen or whatever. You know, Think yep. about the dough, but the no is the reality. The no is the reality. Th- that is what I'm saying. The, the rent is twenty grand. I only have five. That's the no. That is the no, and so that what, is the reality. Exactly, so what am I gonna focus on? Must, right, I must so have to focus on this. Yeah. Yeah, you see where I'm going. So the, the average person out there is saying, "Boy, Trevor, my reality is this right now." Mm-hmm. Right at this particular minute, right, I, no. I, the, the, the situation is that me can call my boss tomorrow morning. I said to him, "Say the, the, the landlord raised the rent by 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 two hundred percent because there's no way my 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 um my 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 employee is going to raise my pay by two hundred percent. That is the reality. That is the the person's face. Mm-hmm. This is the facts for the person. How then no? Can you know, Trevor and Andre, may I talk to myself too, <laughs> tell that person not to be stressed? All right. So, that's why we love to come, come, come here. <laughs> because you, we keep it real. All right. So, so, guess what that person, what you have just done, is step two, which is to deal with the facts. I'm, I, I, I have... Um, we need to find um, accommodation 
the accommodation that I made now is going to be twenty thousand dollars. That's that's what the um, the landlord is asking. I can't come anywhere. Right? They agree that those are the facts, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So my options are stress. Worry about it. Say, oh, what may I do? Oh, what a wicked. Go to all of that. Okay. Another approach is um, let's look at what I can do. One thing I can do, I can take the landlord to the rent board um, and at least through that process give myself some time. Yes? By the time I got through and check him and see whatever, blah, 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 couple months passed. Um, and it might actually be reduced to a level that I can. But at least a couple of months. In that couple of months, I'm looking to see, can I find something? At maybe not at four, but maybe five or six. Just using the same number. Or, and is there some skill that I have or something that I can do that I can earn another two, three, four thousand and one? Those are the things that I can occupy my mind with. If I'm occupying my mind with those things, those things generate something called hope. And hope is a powerful thing for keep us alive. So that, that's the difference. Once we are occupying ourselves on completely different set of um, um, hormones, get active and bring us in a position where we're definitely not stressed. We are a lot more proactive, a lot more optimistic. That's more confident because we see ways where maybe we can deal with this issue. That's what I'm just suggesting. That instead of, so you're facing your facts. Mm-hmm. These are the facts. Don't hide from them. Don't go to the thing the landlord wants to see and you, you hide and turn off the light when you're there. <laughs> you don't want to hear. <laughs> Get the facts. <laughs> Get the facts. And then we do, do your work. What can I do? In a rational way, these are the facts. Does it have to be 20? Or can I challenge that? Is my limit four? Or is there something I can do about the four? That's it. Occupy your mind with that. If you want to toss and turn a bit, toss and turn about the future, those possibilities as against what could happen to me. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but that to me is precisely what you need to do. So that actually deals with number two and hold number one would work. Okay. The confidence, the certainty that this is a solution. Well, a, this is an issue. I'm, I'm certain I can afford the 20. I can find answer. I'm certain I cannot afford the 20. But you're going to find well, ways. Yes, so you're going That's to focus. Um, a, a, a tip from Ma who says, focus on finding somewhere else to live. Trevor says, no, sir. carry the landlord to the rent board and buy some time. In the Bye. meantime, dive, toss and turn and see if you can come up with your hidden skill <laughs> and try to <laughs> <and> make <laughs> some <laughs> money. So instead of tossing and turning... Um, thinking about the problem, you toss and turn, thinking about a solution to the problem. Amen. Yeah. That's so where, to that's come up. And, and, uh, yes. and the health benefits and the mental benefits are 
tremendous. It's a huge difference in terms of what it does, does to you. And of course, also the confidence that you have from that. Because when you get this done, and then something else comes, I said, look at, you know, you cut up, you still me deal with the red one. <laughs> yeah, so you have that confidence going forward that when challenges come, you're ready for it. And each one, each one that you will give you the confidence that bring it on, bring mm-hmm. it on. Mm-hmm. So let me see. <laughs> All right, because let, let me throw another stone and <laughs> quickly. So again, I said this is a different approach, right? This has to do with our mind and our thinking and our faith and all of that kind of thing. That doesn't stop people from turning out the, you know, the TV and the phone and those other things. Right, those, those other things. Mind. So yeah, we know those other things. Right. So my other thing is basically invite divine intervention. Believe me. Don't underestimate the power of prayer and the value of prayer. Yeah? Um, I will read a passage as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> from James. You know, and it says, James 5.13 says, Are any of you in trouble? Then you should pray. Are any of you happy? Then sing songs of praise. Are any of you sick? Then send for the elders of the church to pray over you. Ask them to anoint you with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer offered by those who have faith will make you well. The Lord will heal you. If you are sin, be forgiven. And it goes on. Alright. Um <laughs> passage that I like and I always like to share the thing. Says Elijah was just like us. He prayed hard and he couldn't rain. And it didn't rain on the land for three and a half years. Then he prayed again, and that time it rained, and the earth produced his crop. Bottom line, though, is that in working God, and the power of God, makes a difference to us. It gives you confidence. If you have a strong faith, it gives you confidence. And, you know, we were just talking to somebody today about science and um, religion and faith and we have a number of studies that talk about people getting better without even understanding. You know, I have this group. There are one set of people that are being prayed for and one set that are not. And the people that are being prayed for, even without their knowledge, do better. Right. So, all I'm going to you is the prayer thing works. Um, even if you... No, I should need to that, but... <laughs> There's an additional value. Let me just make sure that I don't get myself in trouble. There's an additional value apart from invoking the power of God. Additional value is that it calms you down. It calms, it passes nerves. Yeah? So by appealing to this higher authority, you get a sense that, oh, maybe something could happen here. Yes. And there's a... There's a key one for me out of the prayer thing is that when you pray you tend to ask God for what you want right so let us say go back to the rent this man is going Father we're asking you please to let the landlord have some mercy and you know let him not have to raise the rent by by so much okay? and while you're at it Father please help me 
to you know earn some additional income. So so what are you doing then? Does that sound like a game plan for you? One, you're gonna try to see if the rent doesn't have to go to twenty. Two, you're gonna see how I can increase my income. So those are plans. That's additional value of prayer. Is that by calmly because when you're praying hopefully you kinda of calm down a little bit. You are putting together a plan of action. That's the additional benefit of the prayer is that it allows you to get into a cogent state. Maybe mind is actually thinking logically. Because that's why you want to talk to your makeup or talk to God in a way. You don't want to get into the whole perspective. You really want to talk to God and to put a petition in a logical way. So that's the additional advantage. I just believe that um, people who are navigating life without the power um, of prayer are very brave. Very brave. And they're missing out on a great opportunity. You know, but I think um, let us let let me let me um, once again. Mar, who says, but not every everyone is religious, and I'm going to separate praying from religion. And I have my reasons for saying that I don't have to be religious to pray. Um, Drain not pay many men. Prayer, as 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 Trevor says, is is believing that there is something greater than yourself, mm-hmm. right? Believing uh, that there is a divine creator. I don't have to associate um, my divine creator with any form of religion. And what persons don't, well, I wouldn't say don't understand because I think most of us do understand that even the word thank you when said in a very quiet space mm-hmm. is very is a very powerful prayer. Um, um, pair that with breathing and it is, it is, it, 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 it's, as Trevor says, serves as a calming mechanism. It serves as a reminder that, hey, you are, you are, you are not alone in this thing. And irrespective of what you're going through, you're optimistic. So it, 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 it brings you back to, to, to a sense of self and who you are. So I, um, I will separate prayer from religion. Okay. I depend on what I mean by religion. Yeah, depend on what you mean by religion because as I was saying I was alluding to the fact where Marhu says, But not everyone is religious. Agree. Right. But it challenges that is But it works. Yeah, true. <laughs> but also we live in a world um well it depends again it's all is that issue of faith. And I understand yes. if somebody doesn't I won't say that there is a a divine um that there is divine wisdom mm-hmm. around creation and so on. Mm-hmm. I, I, you mm-hmm. know, so if you believe that is by chance and so on, that's another matter. But there is um, a, a, a set of believers who think that, who believe that life is set up by in, you know, intellectual design, that there is some system, some wisdom that created all of this and set up all of what we do. Yeah. Uh, so in that sphere, then you would want to have some connection with 
that designed for it. Um, yep. mm-hmm. So that's, that's where my head would be, uh, that, that you would definitely uh, want to go there. Want to have that connection. connection. In other words, if you, if you work, let us say you work with an organization, um, there is some leadership, there is some structure behind it, etc. If you go there and work and choose to avoid having any connection with the leadership and uh, with the structure and uh, the, the, all the protocols and so on, then you might not do as well in that environment. All right, so I have, I have a thought, Trevor. I have a thought. Um, mm-hmm. What We're going to take a break. I have a thought that I'm going to share with you when I come back um, from the break. Singles Live on the Nation's Coolest, Cool 97 FM. We are going to go to a short break, and we'll be right back. Cool 97 Radio. Singles Live on the Nation's School at School 97 FM. Tonight, we are giving you five steps to deal with stress. Before we took the break, we were talking about the power of prayer. And Janet D says prayer and meditation can calm the mind, and it does. And um, I was saying that prayer um, and religion are two different entities as far as I'm concerned. I don't need religion to pray. And if for those persons who are uh, not into um, religion, if you want, you can call it self-talk. If you want, you can call it self-talk. Right. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And you talk to yourself. Don't think you're only talking to yourself, but you're talking to your divine creator. <laughs> and this just be kind of turning, twisting things up for you, Marhu. So you see, when you go to your therapist and they tell you about your self-talk and talking to yourself, mm-hmm. you're you're motivating yourself. You're literally praying, but you don't realize what you're doing. Because they don't, they're not going to use the word prayer, but that is what you're doing. Okay. You're self-talking. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Always remember that. So I don't think prayer is linked to religion. It can be done without the religious aspect. That is an opinion. Look into so, it. So would you call it prayer at that point? Yes, it is. Mm. Yes, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it serves a purpose. Yeah. Serves a purpose. And it says, as I said, it calms the mind. It gives you a clearer understanding. It it, 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 it it puts you into a better position to deal with the problems of the world. Got you. It does. Trevor E. Smith, are you still there? Yes, I'm here. I'm listening to you. Seymour, <laughs> who says, talk to myself all the time. The answers are within us. That is where I am going. Mm. So, the question so, is, do you do the self-talk helps? But yeah. there is yes, a, a, a self Yes. If, if you self-answer, yeah. mm-hmm. it sure does. It uh-huh. sure does. And, sure, it, and, yeah. and it answers in so many ways. Okay. It answers. So if you talk to self negatively, mm-hmm. then you're going to get some negative results. And those negative results can show up in, in a myriad of ways. 
Mm. Yes. You positively talk to yourself, uh, uh, the positivity is going to show up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're, it's, we're, two, it's two different things to me. Yes. You know, the self-talk is very important um, because, yeah, that's, that's part of what is, whatever we say into ourselves is what is coming out of us. Mm. So if we if the self talk is negative, that's what we that is a, that is what is going to happen. Exactly. Yes. Um, the, the concept that I have up for as a believer is a different concept because it it is really um, communicating directly with our um, creator, and there are benefits and and frankly, the belief system would suggest you know, that they are rights that allow you to have that connection as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. So, not going to be distracted by, by the discussion. Yes. Both of them. Self-talk is important. For, um, my, as my understanding, which is the direct communication with um, our creator, is um, another dimension. So mm-hmm. it's two different things, yeah. uh, but we should do both of them. What I would want us to do is also mention quickly four yes. is an addition to the prayer, which is, remember earlier I spoke about act as if, act as if. Mm-hmm. If, if we're going to get out of problems, if we're going to navigate successfully through life, we have to have a confidence about our next step our next steps that's, that's important for us to to believe believe yeah. I gave the example of stepping on the, the lake <laughs> um, we cannot be and not so sure and so on if you pray about something if your self-talk is about something then your action should be aligned to that that's basically all I'm saying. Is that it doesn't make sense for you to have this talk, have it, all of this going through your mind, and yet still your actions belie what it is that you are saying. The things that are coming out of your mouth is not aligned to your action. Yeah. So go back to the job. Definitely bring an idea. God, I need this job. Friends, I get them. And they talk, they said, yeah, I'm, I, I'm going to get out of this hole. I cannot live in a $4,000 place anymore. I, we talk it and we pray and we do, but we do nothing about it. We neither try to seek another job. We don't actually look for another skill, look for another area that we can earn money. Nothing. As a matter of fact, we don't even look or a place that might be an upgrade and at the same price. That's what I'm talking about, that the actions are not aligned. And when that happens, we find ourselves in the same. As a matter of fact, it's even more frustrating because we are talking a better future, but our behaviors are condemning us to the existence as it is at present. That's doubles upon the frustration because we have this vision and it is not being manifested and that is where the challenge comes in. So my suggestion is that we stop sabotaging our efforts because of our lack of belief 
and self-doubt. So, today, go down to this place. There is an opportunity for you that, you know, is need for you. Well, I mean, I really think that they will give me, you know, you know, you know, it's still good, but I really think that I'm going to get it because those people only want to look at friends and people that they know and they know me and where we live, you know, something that get it. You think you'll get it? <laughs> no. no. And that is what is happening to us, is that so many opportunities are there but because of a lack of self-confidence, we just sabotage ourselves. Yep, so with our self-talk, our prayer, our good, one of the things is that you need to take action. You need to take action, and not just any action. You need to take action that moves you in the right direction. You need to take action that backed by confident, a belief that things are going to be better. I believe that we can do this. I believe that this is going to happen. If you have that confidence, you're going to carry yourself in a different kind of way. You're going to speak in a different kind of way. And that is what people are looking for. Believe you me, people play upon weakness. That's it. The bullies at, you know, in schools, shouldn't have them, but anyway, that's not that matter. Yeah, that's... They're not going to pick on the big, brave, strong ones. They're going to look at people who they feel they can get away with, with bullying. And that's one of the reasons, again, why you need to act with confidence. And the cultural insert... Yeah, and that, and that is and and that Trevor, um, that confident thing is a is a whole different topic, all by itself, because some of us are not born and and groomed into situation that allows us or that 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 has built our confidence, and so therefore, if somebody is 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 wasn't wasn't did not get um, that environment that they grew up into and um and and and, and became confident um within themselves when situations occur then they're not going to find the confident overnight you know trevor that is one of the reasons why we do this work that we're doing here you understand it's not going to happen overnight i agree and that's why you have so yes. many, so many individuals who, who, what, what I would call, what I would say, break. They become depressed. Um, the least little thing. This is what I want to say in Jamaican layman's term. Every little thing bothers them. Every little thing bothers them because they don't have that confident, and it is through no fault of theirs, is that so many things has happened to them over the years, just gradually, just gradually deteriorate. They don't have any confidence in themselves. They don't have any confidence in 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 in, in the possibilities you can even throw in the door. They're hopeless. Yeah. And you, whether we want to believe it or not, we have a lot of individuals who 
are walking around in a state of hopelessness. You understand? Yep. State of hopelessness. So we have um, a lot. Yes, Johnny mm-hmm. D, insecurity is killing some people. And it's not some people. Insecurity is killing people from them four, five, six, seven. And once they once once you reach seven, it's it's it, those insecurities you can never. It it takes work. It takes work to turn those insecurity yeah. into security. A lot. A lot of work. So that's another thing again. Why once again, where we have so many persons who fall into um, a state of depression who can't seem to come out of it who will tell you Trevor boy me pray morning noon and night but me can't get a breakthrough because once again um, they can't find that that willpower they can't find that confidence they're praying you know it's coming out of their mouth they're praying and they're fasting and they're doing all the things in terms of when you look at it from a religious perspective but that sense of self and that self-confidence because it is that same self-confidence that is going to drive you you know to push forward and say listen this landlord not holding me back you know sir you have no power over me me i go out there tomorrow morning and even if it means i'm gonna sell cheese tricks as Mm -hmm. we jamaican call it Pan the side of the road, me are gonna make up my money if I come give you your rent until me find somewhere else to go. But unfortunately, a lot of persons out there are beaten down. Yep. Alright. Let's just say that there is someone within that mood listening to us. Right. Our job is some of that work by the way. If you if it is into depression, it might need, you know, formal counseling. You might say that um, where the money is coming from, but you have some entities that provide free, um, free, yes, free counseling. But some of it, if it is clinical depression, my talk here is not enough. Right. But let us assume that is um, you're not there in the clinical. You just have a hard time, and and have been having a hard time for a long time, and it's not so easy. You know, you're just really. I'm uh, not very optimistic because you try a lot of things I just say pray or whatever. Um, a suggestion. I'm not a clinical psychologist. I deal with it as I said. If you have an issue, you have to deal with it formally, go in and get through all the processes. But there's a thought again about taking action. Um, this sounds crazy. One thought is there, which is to fake it until you can make it. But maybe you don't really feel the confidence. Boy, Trevor, once again, you know, <laughs> me, I go kind of just interject here and say, holy pa people out the street are fake it too much. And then I uh, really make it and fake it. So till they stick Trevor, them stuck in the fake on. zone and they still can't make it. So we have to... No, 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 no. Listen to what I'm talking about. What I'm saying, I'm not talking about making it in terms of money. I'm saying, for example, if you are supposed to... Um, believe a particular have confidence that something is going to work out even if you don't feel the confidence pretend that you are confident and take the action that's what i meant i don't mean by being a false person that would try to make money that's not me 
answering to you even before you're ready to take the desired action tell yourself that you can already and do it as if you're ready and eventually you're going to get more comfortable doing it that's all i'm suggesting that's what i mean by trick. it's not a real trick it is taking the steps even though you don't want to take the steps yeah. even though the steps might feel as if we're going to do this again for when we don't set now we're going still take it that's, that's what I'm suggesting I know that's I'm what you're suggesting but I just want to make it absolutely clear because <laughs> I think that has been that interpretation of fake it before you make it is uh, we, we, we kind of we kind of fake it too much and we're not making it <laughs> we're not, and, making, we're not making it so it, yes so you, 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 you dress up and inside of you are, uh, you, 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 you're okay today I'm feeling well you know so inside of you are eating out mm-hmm. you're crying yeah. inside but you dress up the whole of the outside Outside, outside yeah, look outside good. Pretty. Outside pretty. Uh, inside, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. are you faking it? But you're not. You're not facing the facts. Not at all. You understand? So you're fake, You're prettying up on the outside and doing all the superficial things. Because if you if you fix up on the outside and you acquire certain things, then eventually, like people that say, if we, I, I fake it before I make it. So what? If I start looking away, looking a particular way, I am going to make some money. Mm-hmm. And they're not doing anything, in fact, to make the money. But they're just looking. They're just faking it. And they're still not well, making it. So you have to dress the part. You, know? so you have to dress the part. That's our next one too, you know, Trevor. Dress the when part. I, I, that, that, when I hear you talking there, that's where my mind went, you know. Yeah, my mind you... went to uh, a confidence. Uh, uh, you know, so it was fine. I'm in a better place mentally, I feel. Yeah, maybe um, maybe that's another way to build confidence. Yes, yes. I, I I think so. That's what I, you know. That instead of wrap up at home and so on. But if you, I put it this way, if you just put on the clothes and sorry, leave your house, just to give the neighbors <laughs> impression that you're working, you know, and you're not doing anything about it, <laughs> that don't make any sense. <laughs> but if you are going out, um, you know, dress properly, etc. And you're putting yourself in positions where you can meet people who could, you know, networking then, or volunteering. That is one of the things that I would suggest to people that instead of sitting at home and um, hope and so on, maybe you can volunteer. Um, so you're saying, I would want to go and give away my labor? Yeah. Because in doing that, you're going to make connection. People are going to see that you're reliable, that you're a good, nice person, that you get along well with others, and then they can recommend. If you lock up at home, moping, that's not going to happen. So, so some of <laughs> what I'm talking about in terms of acting as this, yeah. Go, be in a positive mood, do things that are aligned with taking you in the direction that you want to go. That's what I'm saying. Even if you don't have that immediate confidence, it's not as if I feel old, it's not as if I feel um, that this job is definitely mine. But I'm going to call. Um, you know, oh, but there must have people that have better qualifications. 
You still call. Call anyway. You know what that call that does? That call brings to mind that you are the person. That you you are one of the applicants. And that you care. And that mm. you are interested. And so that's part of what it is. Don't just sit down now with sending resumes to the interview and then you know. Um, with be proactive. You know? Call. That, 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 that I'm saying to you is that they need to have action behind um, what it is that we're doing. But the last one mm-hmm. <laughs> is don't be an island. Don't be an island. Yeah. Sometimes it definitely needs support. Absolutely. Um, even as strong as I was, needs support at some time. You know? Um, and, and guess what? Sometimes the pride thing is not so really good. You know, it causes some huge amount of stress. I, I stand up and I tell you, from me, to my family, we grew up. We don't talk about business outside. Family business is family business. <laughs> so, um, it's difficult to reach out and to say, hey, we have a problem. And it's the same thing in many families, the parents shield the children from what is going on. And that's why many children, and the children, as they grow up, they can't cope because they have not been exposed to life's problems, you know, as in their formative years. And so one of the things I have to understand is that we need to just make people know what's happening. Hmm. I know. Yeah, yeah. There's some people that are the opposite. That if please pass them, then run, come, come. <laughs> Those are the persons that are surviving, it seems. <laughs> Introvert. Those are the persons that are surviving because even if they don't find somebody to help them, at least they're speaking about what is happening to them. And so there they're finding... Yes, If you don't become totally dependent, if it mm-hmm. is a sharing... Um, when you really need help, then that's healthy. But if you become a mendicant, if you're always dependent on people, then that's not healthy because that means that you can't cope with yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so we advocate that you really get to a place where we start to carry each other's burdens and do things that help and support others. Make yourself available to be supported. You know, you're thinking of it is a blessing. Because people would like to help you, you know. You understand what it is when you help somebody in need? The satisfaction that you get. And so if we are blocking people from that, yeah, we're denying them that pleasure, that blessing. That's where my head is. My head is, can't stop, please, where you understand when this Boulder is just too much for you to move. And you need some help. Somebody has to stay there and make it roll over your head. Get some help. That's, that's a message. Um, valid, in Jamaica. valid. Very, very valid. Very valid. So, uh, so I'm going to leave you with a charge. Um, as to what it is that you would need to do if you want to 
חבילת פרסים אליי, יש לנו, אנחנו כן עבודים. אני חושב שזה קורה עם דברים שאתה רוצה להתנגד אותנו להתנגד אותנו, או להתנגד אותנו כמה דברים. אני אומר, המיינסט הזה פרגטיב אותו. איך יכול להיות מישהו לעשות? כמו שאמרתי, עם כל השנים האלה, ועם כל הסקייס, פוד, קנדל, זה מה שאתה יודע. How can I expect that person to be positive? I don't know. My, again, my thinking is, is, is up to you to a higher um, authority. I believe she is my credit friend. So <clears throat> start to change your mindset, though. Just try it. Start to think positively. Instead of thinking that tomorrow is going to be worse, start to think that maybe there is no hope for tomorrow. And if it's not tomorrow, it's the day after. Start to expect better. That's what I would suggest. Because hope and a positive view about the future makes a huge difference to um, how you think and what happens in, internally in your body. You know, that's basically. So, but I expect everything to be bad. And, you know, because always think negative. Yeah. I don't know. Music? music <laughs> positive music? Positive that music, yes. Right. Positive I music. I involved with some songs mm-hmm. that are uplifting and sing them and so on. Thought, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. It sounds as if it's like a, it's like a, song, a little crazy thing, but it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Give oh. up the storytelling. Beg you, please, just deal with the facts. I'm going to live today, tomorrow today. tomorrow will come and you still have to live it. So live today, today. Deal with what is on the table today. Um, and let us see how the future unfolds. Because if you are calm and rational, you're going to have a better chance of navigating tomorrow. So you're going to create problems and you have a risk. Um, I want to suggest that We get closer connected with God. Yeah. I'm straight. Yeah, I know. It's another church and a sermon. But I'm just giving you some advice that works and works for many people, works for me, is that it helps. It's a lot. The confidence that you can have that there's a divine force that has your best business at heart. That's, that's all you want to do. Um, and so I would suggest that you add that to your um, armory <laughs> this idea that this connection and this connection is working for you mm-hmm. and the actions then with all of this now act man act as if act as if go forward with confidence um, if this is what your self-talk is about make sure that your actions are aligned to it Yeah. So make sure, you know, if, if it's sports and you say, boy, these people, <laughs> I remember every time Matish would say, they must kill me out there tomorrow, you know, in terms of wasting his batting. <laughs> Never laughs very long. So I know, but at least mention it today. The mindset is commitment. I feel confident. I'm going to make this happen after this. 
I'm not going to do it. You're not an island by yourself, man. Mm-hmm. Seek support. And guess what? It's not just seeking support. It's a question of and the big people that earn money and drive the big car, the man, whatever. You know what they do? Networking. Mm-hmm. They build alliances. So they have a problem. You know, yeah. they connect. They, they, they connect. They want something. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. know somebody who knows somebody. Who knows somebody. So mm-hmm. they're connecting that the dots. That is one of the things that we're not doing. We're not making the connections. And if we, you know, we don't have to know do that connection. We can build networks within our community and, you know, work out things. Instead, they try to shoot off each other and kill off each other and they don't make any sense. But let us see if we can change that, where we build alliances. As we say, good friend, best in pocket money. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to do. We need to have close relationships. And the science and the medical science tell us that people that have good support network do better in all aspects. Whether it is here, you know, everything. That's really So here's a thought. I want you to think about your five closest friends. People, the five people that are closest to you are those friends. The people that are, you know, five people that are closest to you, your inner circle. Look at them, and basically you're going to be the average of those people. You're not going to be much better, much in, in whatever area. Whether it is health, money, spirituality, anything. Just watch the people that you are closest to and see if you're not kind of a mirror of them. So what have you to do if you're not happy with where you are? Tough. <laughs> Tough. But you might have to build new alliances. That's a hard call. It's a hard call. You might have to find yourself aligned to people that can move you in a direction that you want to go. You could have people that are holding you back. It's a bad thing to be saying, but it's true. It's true. You know? <laughs> That's part of our reality. That's some of our friends might not be are the people that are in our circle not even necessarily friends are not supported and are part of the stress that we are incurring mm-hmm. in that's something that we have to look at mm-hmm. so I know people who like have moved out of the family house because they can't get on with the parents but under whatever you know because this is not healthy for me or for me with the parents or maybe it's a brother or a sister or a cousin. So we need to look at that. Maybe we need to change our job because of the issues that we're having with the negative vibe and the toxic environment that we are in. I think that's what I want us to come out of this little talk. <laughs> come out of the traditional approach where we just go through and think that we don't have an answer we are answered and some of the answers might be more challenging that we are willing to um, take on but suppose you really do have to move up and suppose you really do have to kind of separate yourself from a boyhood friend a school friend or whatever it is 
but really that person is not moving in a direction that you want. Suppose that is a case. Would you, are you willing to do it? Or are you prepared to continue and suffer the stress? Food for thought. Food for That's thought. <laughs> food for thought. And um, yes, yes. Well said, Trevor. Well, well, well said. Um, and once again, to move out of those um, company, it is going to take, yes, what it's going to take courage and confidence to say, hey, um, I'm moving out. I'm moving out of here. This is no longer a place for me. Yeah. You need better. Don't Dre. Courage and confidence. Trevor E. Smith, I thank you so much again for bringing, opening our eyes, our minds to, um, and putting another spin on how to deal with stress. Yes, yeah. yeah, we know the basic stuff, but this is another way or some other ways that you can enhance what you already know. So I want to say thank you so much. Always teaching, sir. <laughs> yes, that's you what know, you... you know, I look forward to this. Huh? <laughs> I really do enjoy it, honestly. He's a teacher, teacher at heart. Teacher. <laughs> All right, Trevor, we thank right, you. Thanks. Thank Love you. It. Take All care. Right. Until yeah. then. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Danny D says, one bowl of peanut porridge and we move with courage. Um, I think it was the late great Maya Angelou says that one of the greatest virtue in life is courage. Without courage, your achievements will be not yeah. nothing. You see courage? Maya Angelou. Yeah, man. You have to have courage. You have to say like her. Yeah. You have to hear like her. Yeah, yeah. Without courage. Yeah, you know. You have to have courage. You have to have courage to go there. You have to have courage to deal with life and what life brings. The ups and but downs and the changes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to. But, you know, AJ. J. As I say, as, you know, as we all know, um... You know, it's easier said than done. Um, that is why it takes courage. And that some, is why and people lack the courage. That is why it takes courage. That is why I'm telling you that and it you takes people, courage. And as you, as we were saying, um, you have people that have been, you know, beaten, beaten, and they've lost the courage, the and, courage and, and, and the hope, and all hope and all of that stuff. So you know, how do they get it back? How do they find it? Well, you're going to seek support. Support, yeah. To seek support. Seek support. Um, seek help. Find that one individual that you can offload on and just talk. Just, 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 just face the facts and just talk about what, 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 what it is that is happening to you and how it is that you are feeling, and just, just, just offload. And speak the truth. This is how I am feeling. I don't feel I, I. I'm feeling hopeless. I feel like I cannot go on. I feel like I am between a rock and a hard place. That is how I am feeling. You're entitled to your feeling. Yeah. But express how you feel, right? 
very important that you do that. All righty then. So with that said, we are going to take a break. Marhu, let me read this one. My daughter once asked me if I've always been confident and sure of the things that I do. I had to think for a minute and the answer was yes, even when I was not sure of the moves I was making. But you made the move anyway because it is courage. I always remember that. I may be shaking I may be shaking in my knees. I, I, my voice may be trembling, but one foot in front of the other, and the one step at a time. And 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 and, and persons will tell you, Dre, that sometimes when you can't make the step, you have to crawl by your knee. You just have to just keep it moving. Yeah, yeah. keep yeah. it moving. Um, there's a sermon, one of my favorites. Uh, as I said, I'm not a very religious person, but from time to time you you come upon these speakers. Mm-hmm. And uh, T.D. Jakes okay. has a sermon um, that um, it's entitled, Keep It Moving. For those persons, whether you're into religion or not, is one of those sermons that is worth listening to. Um, just keep it moving. Keep it moving. Cool 97. Radio. Radio.